What is happening, everybody? On today's show, we will go around the conference as Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman talks about his new contract, an update on Kentucky running back Chris Rodriguez, and an LSU wide receiver heads to Auburn. Also, the Super Regional fields are set. Five SEC teams still alive. We'll talk about who has the best path to Omaha. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I am Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. All right, it's been a while. Let's jump back into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch! Around the conference. And we start over at Arkansas as Sam Pittman spoke openly about his new contract at Arkansas on Tuesday, talking with the media. He also said he was pleased with how everything uh, worked out with his agent, Jimmy Sexton, and Hunter Juracek, the uh, Arkansas AD. Uh, they also added a non-complete, uh, non-compete clause into, their, uh, into his contract that will give him some stability. Pittman said, I was very pleased and happy with the contract and all the incentives. If I want to get paid more money, then we need to win more football games. If we don't, then it goes down to 50% in the buyout. I was very conscious that I wanted it to be fair for the university as well. We signed it. It was a relief and an honor. It was an honor that the school thought enough of me to give me a longer contract. Pittman uh, said the non-compete clause came about because he shot his mouth off on the Scott Van Pelt show, but uh, told Arkansas officials that he wants Arkansas to be his last job. Sure, his agent, not the biggest fan of uh, that comment. <laughs> Doesn't leave you much, w- much wiggle room when you go, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is the only job I ever want, and I'd uh, never want to go anywhere else. Need a little leverage there, but nonetheless, Sam Pittman doing a great job in Arkansas, and obviously getting that contract extension this offseason, and uh, shouldn't be going anywhere anytime soon. Meanwhile, over at Kentucky, Chris Rodriguez, their star running back, likely to have a chance to get back on the field this fall, according to a report from a Kentucky insider. Chris Rodriguez trying to come back from that DUI charge. Missed a court date last month regarding it. Nick Roush of Kentucky Sports Radio says that Rodriguez has been spotted around the Joe Craft football training facility this week. As players reported back to campus for some workouts initially, some people were fearing that Rodriguez may not be available for the entire season. However, after conversations with people close to the program, Roush says he does not believe that is the case. The sentiment surrounding Rodriguez doesn't seem as dire as it uh, initially seemed, but uh, we will see. A uh, four-game suspension is what some people think uh, could possibly come. We'll see. But uh, Chris Rodriguez needs to be out on the field for uh, Kentucky this season. It is going to be uh, – he's going to be a big, big piece of their offense with Will Levis back at quarterback and Chris Rodriguez in the backfield. Meanwhile, 
two SEC West programs. Coy Moore, a wide receiver from LSU. He entered the transfer portal this offseason, spent two years with the Tigers. On Sunday, he announced former four-star recruit is heading to the Auburn Tigers. He announced it on Twitter, saying he's committed to Brian Harson and the Auburn Tigers for next year. In two years at LSU, he appeared in 11 games, had 27 catches for 248 yards. Auburn will host LSU on Saturday, October 1st, so that will be one you want to circle on your calendar uh, in the Moore household as Coy Moore will go up against his former team. Meanwhile, Mississippi State, they're hitting the transfer portal trying to improve their team. On Monday night, the Bulldogs picked up a commitment from a former four-star defensive back who transferred in from Michigan Jordan Morant, who's a uh, native of New Jersey. He announced on Twitter he is heading to Starkville. Didn't see any game action as a freshman in 2020, but in 2021 he appeared in eight games for Michigan, mostly on special teams, recorded a tackle. He will try to work his way onto the field uh, as a defensive back for Mississippi State coming up this summer. Over at Florida, Billy Napier trying to put together his whole uh, – program for year one with the Gators and before he left Louisiana Lafayette he wanted to make sure he was able to get plenty of support from Florida he got what he wanted part of which was a budget to hire a bigger support staff to take care of things off the field on Monday Napier was on Sirius XM radio and talked about the process he said you call the best people you know that have tremendous experience and just get their feedback like hey look Get to start from scratch. How would you construct what you're doing? That was the cool thing about Florida. They didn't flinch. They said, we're in. So Billy Napier getting 100% commitment from his new bosses at Florida. Meanwhile, it's that time of year where a lot of people are uh, ranking the coaches out there. And our buddy Bill Bender from Sporting News, he put out his rankings, ranking all 131 FBS coaches. Coming into his top 10, a couple of SEC coaches. Of course, Nick Saban coming in at number one, uh, as most people have Saban number one on their list. He's got Kirby Smart coming in at number three, the reigning national champion, uh, head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. Brian Kelly, new head coach at LSU, coming over from Notre Dame. He comes in at number six. Jimbo Fisher at number eight. So four SEC coaches in Bill Bender's top 10. Some people might disagree with that. Some people might have Jimbo ahead of Brian Kelly just because Jimbo's got the national championship to his credit from his time at Florida State. Brian Kelly's still looking for that first national championship, uh, although made the playoff a couple times at Notre Dame. Rounding out the rest of Bill Bender's rankings, he had Dabo Sweeney at number two, Ryan Day at number four, Luke Fickle at number five. And lastly, the College Football Hall of Fame announced on Monday their 2023 Hall of Fame ballot. 16 players and coaches who played or coached in the SEC uh, were on the list. Overall, 80 players and 9 coaches from the FBS. 96 players, uh, 33 coaches from the divisional ranks. So a lot of names making the list, but some of the ones just to uh, highlight on here. Former Georgia and Miami coach Mark Richt. Is the coach with SEC ties on the ballot. Uh, some of the players, Eric Berry, the former Tennessee DB, Tim Couch, Kentucky quarterback, Garrison Hurst, Georgia running back, Chris Samuels, 
Alabama offensive tackle Tim Tebow, Florida quarterback, and LSU linebacker Brady James among the people uh, named to the list. But uh, the 2023 Hall of Fame class will be officially inducted uh, at the 65th NFF Annual Awards Dinner in December. Uh, they'll be immortalized at the Chick-fil-A College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. And there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Coming up next, we'll discuss a little bit about the NCAA baseball tournament and the Super Regional matchups that are now set. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Quick reminder, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including uh, this year's basketball championship matchup, which is going on right now, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, MLB, and of course, all latest fighting news from MMA to UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. You can head on over to their website today. You do so on your mobile device. I always tell you, bookmark it, betonline.net. Check it out every day right when you wake up. Learn about all the trends and action going on in the sports world. It is bet online, and it is where the game starts. All along here, a locked on SEC and I want to remind you on the Locked On Podcast Network, we've got an important favor to ask you guys. Put together a survey, learn more about listeners like you, uh, make your favorite Locked On Podcast even better. This is your opportunity. Tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long. Everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards Take our audience survey. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. Getting back into it, and of course, it was a busy weekend for uh, NCAA baseball, SEC baseball particularly, but the NCAA baseball tournament, uh, the Super Regional field is now set. And officially, we have several SEC teams, five to be exact, making the uh, Super Regional round. Tennessee... Texas A&M, Auburn, Arkansas, and Ole Miss. Very SEC West heavy. Uh, That does not count the future SEC teams in Texas and Oklahoma, by the way. But uh, according to some of the draft books uh, out there, or sports books out there, the Tennessee Volunteers currently still the favorite to win the College Baseball World Series. Tony Vitello doing a fantastic job with his team. But the Super Regional scheduled to start Friday uh, finished by Monday, the winners of the best of three series that will then head to Omaha to reach the College World Series, which will start on June 17th through the 27th. Here's how it shook out over the weekend. Tennessee, they beat Georgia Tech 9-6, to so they will play in their Knoxville Regional, hosting Notre Dame in the Super Regional this weekend. Meanwhile, Auburn. They beat UCLA 11-4 in their game-deciding elimination games, so they will head to Corvallis, Oregon, to take on Oregon State in their Super Regional. Texas A&M, the surprise of the season. Jim Schlossnagel, man, 
he did not read any of the preseason press clippings, or maybe he did, where a lot of folks had him finishing near the bottom in the SEC this year. Don't look now, but the Aggies, red hot. They beat TCU over the weekend 15-9, to so they advance, and they will host their Super Regional Louisville coming on down to College Station to face them. Texas A&M, red hot. Well, Arkansas. A lot of people counted them out a couple times this season. They beat Okie State 7-3, so they advance. They will go to the Chapel Hill Super Regional to take on North Carolina. So going on the road, see what the Razorbacks can do there, make some noise. And lastly, Ole Miss, they beat Arizona, beat the snot out of them 22-6 the other night. So they will advance to take on Southern Miss. They will travel to the Hattiesburg, Mississippi Super Regional. Not a far drive from Oxford over to Hattiesburg, but uh, Ole Miss keeping their postseason alive. And again, another team that just a couple weeks ago, things were looking bleak. Ole Miss sneak in to the uh, postseason. Some people didn't think they would even get in, but uh, they are on their way to a Super Regional, see if they can make some noise over Southern Miss. Now, ousted this past weekend. It was LSU. uh Unable to take out Southern Miss and then Hattiesburg Regional losing their elimination game on Monday, 8-7. Vanderbilt, they lost 7-6 to Oregon State in the Corvallis Regional, eliminating the Commodores. Florida lost to Oklahoma 5-4 to in their el- elimination game in Gainesville. So crazy to look at it that way, but LSU, Vanderbilt, and Florida all could have been here in the Super Regionals all losing by just one run in their elimination games. Unbelievable how that played out. And Georgia, they were eliminated in the uh, Chapel Hill Regional, uh, losing to North Carolina. But uh, nonetheless, uh, solid seasons for uh, LSU, Vandy, Florida, and Georgia. But, man, uh, LSU, Vandy, and Florida, very close, so close to being in this group with the other five and unable to get there few other SEC baseball notes. Kendall Rogers of D1Baseball.com reporting that the Florida Gators parting ways with longtime assistant coach Craig Bell. He has been on Kevin O'Sullivan's Florida staff for 15 years. Joined the staff in 2008 after spending 2000 to 2007 as a scout for the Seattle Mariners. So Craig Bell out. Kevin O'Sullivan shaking things up there on his staff in Gainesville. And meanwhile, the Auburn Tigers, they took down Southeastern Louisiana in their first game in the regional over the weekend, 19-7, then pounded Florida State 21-7 on Saturday night. So Auburn scored 40 runs over those two games. That ties an SEC record in the NCAA baseball tournament. And, of course, as we mentioned, Auburn heading on to the super regional round. So Plenty of good stuff going on for the SEC uh, in the baseball world. Let's see how many teams can punch their ticket to Omaha this weekend in the Super Regionals. Thank you guys again for making Lockdown SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, Athlon Sports. They release their all-SEC teams for the 2022 season. We'll run through who they have on the first-team offense and first-team defense. We'll get to that in just a second. But first, I want to remind you about our friends at Built Bar. Of course, they have got the caramel brownie out there. If you don't love a chewy chocolatey brownie, I don't know what to tell you, but this might not be the one for you. You absolutely have to go try it. Uh, you're in luck. Caramel brownie bars available right now at Built.com, and you got to act fast because they are going fast. They're a fan favorite 
You forget about dessert. They are better than dessert because the macros, they're unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar. You can replace a regular brownie with Bilt Bar's uh, caramel brownie bar in a heartbeat. And the best part, uh, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. With uh, Bilt Bar, you don't have to sacrifice tasty for healthy. You can have both. There are a million reasons to try Bilt Bars. You can go check them out right now at their website, Bilt dot com again with built tasty is the new healthy go to built.com get your box of caramel brownie bars at built.com and before you hit checkout make sure you use our promo code locked 15 that's l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 that's going to get you 15 percent off your order use our promo code lock 15 get 15 percent off over at built.com Going along here, locked on SEC, and again, it's it's almost magazine season. I know some of them are already hitting the newsstands, some are on their way, but uh, our friends over at Athlon Sports, they're putting out there all SEC teams for the 2022 football season, so I figured we'd take a little look at them. Our buddies at Saturday Down South putting uh, a list of those together from Athlon Sports, and let's take a look at it. Their preseason all-SEC teams on the first-team offense. Alabama leads the way with three honorees, including the reigning Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young, Auburn running back Tank Bigsby, along with Kentucky running back Chris Rodriguez, who we talked about a little while ago, Jameer Gibbs. They're putting as an all-purpose guy. I really think Jameer Gibbs, the Georgia Tech transfer, is going to have a monster year for Alabama this year. Rounding out the wide receivers, it's Cedric Tillman from Tennessee, Kayshawn Boutte at LSU, Brock Bowers, stud freshman tight end out of Georgia Bulldogs. He uh, is the first-team tight end. And on the offensive line, you got at center Ricky Stromberg from Arkansas, and then the rest of the O-line looks like this. Layden Robinson from Texas A&M, Nick Broker from Ole Miss, Roderick Jones from Georgia, and Emil Ekior from Alabama. So that's your first-team offense, according to Athlon Sports. Coming in, your first-team defense. Alabama had four first-team honorees, and reigning national champion Georgia has three. On that D-line, it's big Jalen Carter for the Georgia Bulldogs, obviously poised to have a monster year. Derek Hall from Auburn is there, along with Byron Young from Alabama. Will Anderson, your big... uh, Linebacker slash edge rusher from Alabama, of course. Uh, everybody putting him as, you know, their Heisman list and <laughs> defensive player of the year watch list and all of that. So, well, Anderson obviously set for a monster season. Nolan Smith from Georgia here as well, along with Henry Toa Toa from Alabama. And Bumper Pool back at Arkansas for another year should have a monster season for them. And the secondary chips up like this. Keely Ringo from Georgia, Cam Smith from South Carolina, Jordan Battle from Alabama, and Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M. So those are your latest, um, according to Athlon Sports, their first team offense and defense for the SEC on their preseason watch list. When it came to specialists, Texas A&M, Got two guys on their list. Uh, Harrison Mevis, the 
kicker from uh, Missouri, and then uh, A&M's punter, Nick Constantino. And then uh, as far as kick returner goes, LaDietrich uh, uh, Griffin from Mississippi State and Anias Smith from Texas A&M. Anias Smith, I think, going to have a big year at wide receiver for the Aggies as well. So, look, did they miss some names? Sure. It's, uh, it's a preseason list, but there's 14 schools to run through, and so I'm sure if there's uh, somebody from your favorite school, you're going, why is this guy not on the list? Look, go out there, prove it on the field. They'll make the postseason uh, award list, but this is more just preseason. And really what it is is guys either carrying over from what they did last year, like Bryce Young, your reigning Heisman Trophy winner, or guys coming into the conference via transfer portal or whatever and expecting big things out of them, like Jameer Gibbs, who they put as the first-team all-purpose uh, back on the first team offense. So, again, the, just a couple things to, to point out. Obviously, Alabama and Georgia dominating this list, list with guys, but only one Alabama offensive lineman in Ecuador. Still, one of my big concerns for Alabama this year is that offensive line. It's got to get back to being the level of what Alabama's used to having if they're going to dominate this season and uh, get back to the playoff and national championship game like many expect. For Georgia, kind of interesting, you know, when you look at the uh, first-team offense and you have Broderick Jones and you have Brock Bowers, but nobody else on that list. We know Georgia's got a loaded backfield. We know they've got some talented wide receivers. Stetson Bennett, hey, maybe you throw him a bone and say, uh, you know, give him a vote or two for your first-team uh, quarterback off uh, on offense. But obviously Bryce Young's going to dominate that category. Um, but again, some other guys that that I think deserve some votes when you talk about um, you know quarterbacks in the league this year. Hendon Hooker is a guy who's getting a lot of attention at Tennessee. Will Levis at Kentucky. You know, some talk of him maybe being uh, a, one of the top quarterbacks in next year's draft. There's a lot of different guys to choose from. And again, this was just Athlon Sports list. This isn't our list. We'll come out with. Uh, are locked on SEC picks later this summer. But, uh, again, just bigger talking point. There's a lot of talent in this conference this year, uh, as there typically is. But a lot of veterans when we talk running backs and quarterbacks and wide receivers. And obviously, still some quarterback battles out there, but some veterans that can win those jobs as well. Proven guys like Zach Kelzada and TJ Finley at Auburn. Uh, you know, whether it's Haynes King or, or – uh, Max Johnson at Texas A&M, LSU with Miles Brennan, who's been around forever. There's plenty of different battles going on, and even the guys who win it are going to be guys with skins on the wall who have been veterans and been around a while. So what I'm getting at is there's going to be a lot more experience in the SEC this year, I feel like, than um, and really we had last year as a whole. I know Georgia had a ton, and they lose a ton, but they still have guys like Jalen Carter who can really be the catalyst for their team uh, going into this year, along with Stetson Bennett and Brock Bowers and guys like that. So, anyway, we'll discuss a lot more on the, uh, the guys that we think are going to be poised for it. Monster years in the SEC this year. I know I threw that word out there a lot with a lot of the guys on this list, but it's hard not to look at it and say Cedric Tillman or Kayshawn Booty is going to go off and, and put up ridiculous numbers this year. They are. You know, the question is, who's the wide receiver at Alabama? Who's going to be that guy to uh, fill the shoes of the big holes that they lost last year. A um, lot of questions to go around the, the conference as a whole, and 
again, uh, you know, Antonio Richards or, or Anthony Richardson at Florida, another guy that I think is under the radar a little bit. Some people are maybe sleeping on, and once Billy Napier, you know, has got his hands on him and he can settle in, and he's the starting quarterback. I think he's going to put up a lot of uh, a lot of stats this year, a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards, and his running ability, man, makes him so dynamic. And who knows, Florida's maybe winning a couple games that they're not supposed to in year one of the Billy Napier era. So a lot can happen, a lot can change between now and the fall, and we're going to discuss it and break it all down for you right here on Locked on SEC. Before we get out of here, want to thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen today. Now you can go make your second listen. Check out the Locked on NBA Big Board podcast. Raphael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, big boards. Follow Locked on NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your NBA podcasts. That's going to do it for me, Chris Gordy. Talk to you guys later in the week right here on Locked on SEC.